Balance of Nature, changing the world one life at a time. I love Balance of Nature. It has helped me so much. It is unreal. I had a doctor's appointment. He goes, uh, what have you been doing? And I said, oh, I've been doing Balance of Nature. And he goes, really? I need to tell my other patients that they need to use that. Where do you get it? And I said, I said Balance of Nature online. I just wanted to let you guys know that, that it is working for me and that my doctor is wanting to use it for other patients as well. Start your journey to better health with Balance of Nature. Call 1-800-2468-751 or go to balanceofnature.com to get 35% off your first preferred order. That's 1-800-2468-751. Go to balanceofnature.com or call 1-800-2468-751 and get this special offer by using discount code. You've heard me talking about copper. FIQ, the FIQ products are incredible. You heard me talk to Dr. Morley Robbins. You heard me talk to Dr. Alfonso Monzo. Look, copper is the ingredient we're missing, and it is the master mineral. It tells the other minerals what to do. Go to the bottom of katedallyradio.com. Look for the FIQ ad. When you see the FIQ picture, click on that. You have to click on that in order for the show to get credit for that, and I so appreciate you doing that. Um, at the bottom of katedallyradio.com, where the sponsors are, order the Recuperate, the copper product called Recuperate. And also I take magnesium. I take both every single day. You'll love me for this. Thanks, you guys. Kate. British are coming. Quick, put up your gun-free zone sign and run to your safe space, said no founding father ever. The Kate Daly Show starts now. Welcome to Tucker Carlson tonight. We are starting to get a better, a more precise sense of what it means when Joe Biden brags about the strongest and most equitable economic recovery in modern history. What it means is it could be time to buy gold and stockpile food. Oh, there's a deal on Russian steel case. I think I'll pick up a pallet. Just kidding, sort of. Yesterday, some of the biggest banks in this country, Wells Fargo, Bank of America, JP Morgan, Morgan Stanley, collectively lost more than $50 billion in market value in one day. That's quite a hit. On the other hand, those banks still exist, and you can't say that for Silicon Valley Bank. As of this morning, Silicon Valley Bank, or SVB, has gone under completely. That makes the second biggest bank failure in the history of this country. And it's significant. SVB financed nearly half of all venture-backed healthcare and technology companies in the United States. It also apparently held significant cash reserves for some of the biggest cryptocurrencies. And it's now gone. Hi there. Well, I am live today. I don't know how live I am, <laughs> but alive I am. Uh, thank you so much for uh, enduring the Thursday and Friday. I got food poisoning, and um, I was vicious. So I have literally been in bed for like four days. It's been bad. Anyway, so I'm back today. Um, I don't know how I'll do today because I'm solo. I've got Dr. Pesta joining me, I think, at the end of the show. <laughs> Last time I checked, anyway. Um, Uncle Milty is out and, uh, for the day. And you are my co-host today. So congratulations to you. <laughs> you get to call in. And I really, I'm going to rely on you and your calls today because I'm going to need you. I'm going to give you um, my theory on the banks, what they're doing. And I'm probably not going to sound like everybody else on that. 
but I'll do that in the national show, I think, more or less. Um, there are so many different things locally to talk about. So, of course, we can talk about those things because we're in the local Utah hour. And uh, Utah, again, saying how they were coming up with plans if the feds didn't step in. That always cracks me up. Can I tell you why that cracks me up? Let me just give you that Utah angle. Well, first of all, Deseret News had Mitt Romney on the cover. Oh, can I? <laughs> I've thrown up enough in the last four days. Um, yeah, Mitt Romney. <clears throat> he just looks looks bad, doesn't he? He just looks like he's not doing too well. Does that say a lot without saying a lot? Oh, man. Anyway, he's on the cover saying, you know, um, oh, yeah, I, I think I, I think I have confidence in the banks. But yeah, but, you know, they're federally insured. So that's good. You know, the state of Utah. Well, I don't know. I can't really say this without any expertise. And I'm not a biologist, but with all the people they're hiring, um, I have to say that they, they, they put their heads together, came up with one brain cell and decided that they would come up with a plan because they didn't know if the banks that are federally insured were going to get bailed out by the feds. Um, I think anyone on the planet knew that they were going to get, that it's going to get bailed out by the feds. Anyway, so they, so, so they have to look good. So what do you do? You put up some good press <laughs> about yourself in the state and you say, uh, the state is coming up we'll we'll save you if the feds don't but we'll always rely on the feds everybody the banks are already federally insured they're going to they're going to get that they knew that they just wanted the good press look at they're on top of it that spencer cox he's always running around looking like he knows what he's doing oh gosh anyway what a moron why did we get the bald gavin newsom i don't know but christy noam actually said that she was um not accepting digital uh, the digital uh, currency system in her state. That'll be interesting to watch, okay? Christy hasn't always been on the side of freedom, by the way. There's some things that she's done where you're like, wow. But that was kind of, an, and I'll go over that in the national show and my theory too. Um, because like I said, my theory is probably a little different. I, th I think the most out there that are, that are talking about it anyway in, in conservative news. Um, so I have to, I have to come out with like the big, <laughs> the big, you've got to be kidding me. The Zach Renstrom show. Okay. Let, let's discuss the Zach Renstrom show. So the first article today <laughs> is all about streams, rivers running very, very high and services watching out for flooding. Okay. I can't make this up. This is so uh, typical of what we have going on right now in narratives, it's almost just kind of grotesque. But Washington, so Washington County Emergency Services are keeping a close eye on the water levels as we reach potential for flooding in the drought. Okay? The drought that we're supposed to be having because they've been telling us, right? I know we mock it a lot. You're probably tired of us <coughs> mocking it, but... But it's that irritating because we, anytime we have like three or four days of sunshine, we get told we're in a drought. Okay. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Got a little tickle in my throat today. <clears throat> so here's the deal. So they're all worried about this. And there's an entire, there are entire articles dedicated to 
the Southern Utah flooding. Now, if you're here, this is spring break this week. So if you happen to catch the show, um, let me catch you up. We can't stand Mitt Romney or Spencer Cox or anyone that he hires. We can't, we can't stand a lot of people in government. We think they're buffoons. So if you're new and you're listening to the show today from, <laughs> from up north or from any other part of the state, you came here for some loving. Well, that's this show. So um, <clears throat> here we go. Zach Renstrom, who is over the Water Conservancy District, he took over for Ron Thompson. Remember we used to have Ron on the show? Ron is the same. They're, they're the exact same. They're interchangeable. Ron's just a big guy. Zach's a little guy. Um, so last year, the county and it, all the municipalities, okay, passed the strictest water conservation ordinances in the state for new construction. They got away with it. Because Why? Because um, last year in the summertime, when it was summer, they said we were in a drought. Okay? They said we were in a drought. So, so right now, since we're not obviously in a drought, they have to keep up the drought headlines. You just have to. What else do you have? How else can you impinge on the people? How else can you drive further control, right? So Zach Renstrom says, we're going into doomsday drought contingency plans. It's an emergency response plan for drought. And he wants them working on this. And so they said again that it's the drought has gripped the West over the last 20 years. Um, We've been told this since I got here. So that's almost 30 Almost 30 years, actually. They need to change that. Anyway, um, so they said potential disasters that could cripple the water supply when you actually do have one. When you actually <laughs> do have a drought. But see, that would be temporary. But they didn't mention that in the article. So there's no temporary status. It's just the fact that certain disasters could come along and those could cause drought. So the municipalities need to get together with the water district and create all these new plans for doomsday. Let me play the clip for you. Here is Zach uh, Renstrom and uh, talking about his plan. Here we go. But if we get to the point where the reservoirs are empty, what would we do? And that's what this was saying. So in a lot of ways, this this drought contingency plan is kind of a doomsday scenario. Hmm. But the worst time to plan for a doomsday is when it's occurring. And so I don't expect ever to see those certain levels kick in in my lifetime. But if but he's talking about reason, it all the time. If something happens, at least we're prepared for it. So it's, it's much more an emergency planning document and how we'd respond to it more than an operational document. Hmm. He doesn't expect in his lifetime to ever see the drought numbers he's talking about. To see those certain levels kick in in my lifetime. Huh. Yet he's talking about it incessantly, giving speech after speech about it. Do you find that a little weird? We're live today. You can call up 888-673-1450. You got to keep it in the headlines, right, Zachy? You got to keep it in the headlines. We got to have a drought. I feel like a cheerleader. (laughs) D-R-O-U-G-H-T. Drought, drought. We've been told we were in a drought. How many years have you guys been here? How many years have you guys been told you were in a drought? Because they were talking drought in the 1800s too. In the early 1900s, the mid-1900s, the late 1900s. 
and uh, so on and so on. I can play you clips from all over the country. I can play you clips from newscasts in the 1980s telling us in Utah we were in drought. Yep. Big old drought. Never going to never going to see <laughs> never going to see another season. We were doomed. No water. Isn't it interesting that we've all existed? Isn't it interesting that we're all still here? Hmm. And they keep building and building and building and building and building and then building some more and then building. So they're not really afraid of it. They just love to talk about it, right? They just love to talk about it. But here's Zach telling you. I don't expect ever to see those certain levels kick in in my lifetime. Oh, but then why are you incessantly talking about it? It doesn't make sense, does it? Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. You're live. Yeah, I was going to say, did he say he... He's not going to see those numbers in his lifetime. Yep. Uh huh. Yep. But well, he keeps talking about them. How is he going to see drought numbers like that when it keeps flooding? <laughs> Bingo. Thank you. You know, you. You, know, you know, besides <laughs> that, Jill Biden just gave the International Woman of Courage Award to a man. Well, so, you mean, know, it's anybody's universe. Now, don't it? Yeah, it's anyone's universe. Let me just tell you, I I can't even. Anyway, thank you. Thanks for the call. By the way, I love that call. By the way, the governor appointed a woman to to be the head of his wife's new initiative team. Did you know the first lady of Utah has initiatives? Did you know that you voted her in? You didn't, did you? You didn't vote in Spencer Cox's wife to anything except to occupy the mansion. Well, she has an entire staff and she has people working for her and she has a woman, of course, not a man. No, 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 no. I'm surprised it wasn't a black lesbian woman because that would actually see that would say that would say a lot for, for Cox, right? Cox loves to go in that direction. Um, so this woman is heading up the new initiative team for his wife because she is loaded with initiatives. I know you never knew that before. She was just raising kids, right? She was raising kids. She's a mom. But now she has initiatives. So you're going to get those initiatives, and no one's going to ever be able to say no to his wife. She has a whole team and salaried team at that. I'll take your calls when we get back. I know the phones are lighting up. Can you believe that? A whole entire team with a woman at the head with full staff pay for the First Lady's initiatives. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Hi there. Welcome back. Kate Daly Show. We're just telling the truth because I'm so tired of the media. <laughs> I really am. Uh, welcome back to the show. And uh, if you need a rental, go to Beehive Rental. I know you're probably welcoming spring and wanting to get out there and garden and do everything you can do. Um, listen, all of your gardening stuff, everything that you need to make those changes and to kind of spruce up and do some different things. Hold on, caller. Um, all of those things. You can go get the equipment at Beehive Rental. I'm not kidding. They're that good. And then you don't have to go buy all kinds of stuff to do it. You can actually head over there. They're going to help 
help you to kind of rehab your backyard or whatever project you have, they have the equipment to do it. Big, small, big cats, you name it. Beehive Rental is just, I love those guys. They're good patriot people. They run a fantastic business and they'll give you the best deal. And let me just tell you, all their equipment is amazing. I know because I've used their services. They're incredible. Beehive Rental. And uh, by the way, ABC, ABC, uh, if you need your car done, can I just tell you? I Everyone I talk to, it's so funny because you hear back and you get all these five-star reviews all the time because everybody loves them. And uh, ABC Auto, same exact thing. Get your car over there. If you're in an accident, I hope you're not. But if you are, that's the place to go. I'm, I'm not kidding. You get to choose your provider, so choose them, okay? Um, just an awesome, awesome business. My sponsors are that good that I'm going to talk about them a lot and tell you that you need to go there because, you know, I'm not, I'm not here for any other reason. These are good sponsors of my show, and the reason that I, I um, do business with them is because I love them, because they're that good, and I know you're going to get taken care of. Just tell them the show sent you. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. We're live today. Go right ahead. Yeah. Good afternoon to Hi. you. I'm glad you're feeling better. Thank you. Um, when cattle were domesticized, say, 10,000, 7,000 years ago, mm-hmm. what's one of the first steps they need? The, the cattle needed to leave. They were dependent yeah. for their food right. on humans. Right. And then eventually they were corralled and locked up and so forth. So the important word here is dependency. Every one of these subjects you've talked about, the common theme is they need us dependent mm-hmm. on the government. Yes. And in uh, political ideological terms, that's called statism, yeah. where uh, you know you talk to the average person, and they'll say there needs to be a law, there needs right. the government needs to do this. So the government, uh, through their propaganda uh, tactic, mm-hmm. is constantly telling us we need them. So this. Uh, uh, plan that they're talking about for the doomsday that's coming yeah. uh, beyond his lifetime. <laughs> that is a government dependency yeah. plan. Yeah. The FDIC uh, and the federal government saying, you know, the insurance is up to 250000 uh-huh. Anything beyond that, mm-hmm. uh, it'll require welfare. And that happened 42 years ago when some banks right. failed. Uh, the uh, government stepped in beyond what uh, the uh, consumer was paying and in insurance mm-hmm. and, the, uh, and the public through taxes, the Federal Deposit Insurance Corporation, uh, they came in and, uh, and helped out beyond that and bailed out banks. So they, all the common thing and floods, the same thing, mm-hmm. because with floods, government yeah. gets involved. Yep. So the more floods they have, the more so-called global warming lie, hope, yeah. the more uh, doomsdays, uh, the more uh, banks fail, the more we get dependent on them, the more desensitized yes. we become. Does yes. that make sense? Yeah, the big message today, right, Mark? The big message today is, oh, do not be alarmed. The Fed stepped in to solve the crisis, right? Yeah. Right? Yes. And, and when they say that, it's just, a, it's paradoxical. They actually want you to be alarmed. Yes, they do. So when they, they tell, you, tell you not to be alarmed, then yes. they, the people take that, oh, there must be something here to be alarmed. <laughs> it's also psychological. It is, and uh, I'm going to talk about that in the next hour. I'm going to talk about my theory on the bank, uh, the banking situation, and that is right along the same lines. Yeah. Thanks. Well, you know, if the banks start failing bad enough, that, that we're going to move uh, real quickly uh, mm-hmm. further into tyranny. Yes. We're sure yeah. on that road right now. Thank you. Really appreciate the call. Um, I agree. Yeah. I absolutely agree. Um, so, so <laughs> we, have a, uh, we have a bit of a problem, don't we? Um, by the way, Fox News. Fox News headline. <laughs> I can't. Sometimes I just have to, people actually do think that Fox News is conservative. No, 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 no. 
I, I'm a constitutional conservative. No, Fox News is not conservative. Fox News is there to promote CNN messages with conservative adjectives. Anyway, do you know what the big headline is right now? Man catches fish with bare hands in flooded California street. Let me say that again. Headline news. Breaking. You see, it has the breaking tagline. Breaking news. Man catches fish with bare hands in flooded California street. Wow. That's huge. You know, the follow-up story should be man watches fish float by in California flooded street. Um, that's our media. That's our lion scumbag media. Sweet. Anyway, um, so on that wonderful note, um, so Washington County and all of the elected officials in Washington County municipalities, and then a few unelected that we get thrown in that are total nimrods, have put their heads together for the draft of the Utah Drought Response Plan. See, you have to keep this in the news. Do you know when they started this? April 20 of 22, because you guys remember all summer long, that's all we got was summer is the only season of the year. Zach Renstrom and Michelle Randall were the kings of this one. We don't have any water and summer will last all four seasons now. We declare as a city (laughs) and a county. So they started this, this numbskull doomsday drought response plan. Yep. And you have this framework, even though, even though they'll sit in the press like little Zach, okay, little tiny, little squeamish Zach will sit there and tell you over and over again, I'll never see these numbers in my lifetime again. He will sit there and tell you that this is needed. Oh gosh, this is so needed. We need a drought response plan in case of doomsday. In case an earthquake, they won't say this word, temporarily knocks our water supply out. Guess what, Zach? Did you know that we have survived before? You guys did a doomsday plan? But you know what? See, this. you know when I say that it comes back to boredom sometimes? Like people are so bored, they have to come up with things. They got to come up with systems and plans. This is how we got the color-coded response. You guys remember this from Governor Herbert, that disgrace of a guy? Okay, so Governor Herbert... Believe me when I say I know somebody that worked as his right-hand person who said he was the dumbest person on the block, okay? A little like Pike, John Pike, because John Pike had kind of the same MMO. They were a little bit like a like a Labrador. <laughs> Super happy to see you all the time with nothing much to say. Any, anyway, okay, so you had this color-coded response. Remember, some you know, uh, Spencer Cox came up with this. A is for don't go anywhere. B is for, okay, so they came up, we used to play the Sesame Street song the whole year of 2020 and 2021 to remind you how to act during COVID. And it was red means stop. <laughs> Yellow means wait. And green means go. And so they wanted to treat you all like Spencer Cox is your baby daddy, and you are the little tiny child that can't figure anything out. You can't figure out how to wash your hands. You can't figure anything out. 
So anyway, they come up with systems, and I think they do this because they're bored, and then uh, they do it because there's a couple of people out there. So the reason they come up with it because they're bored is a lot of people have to have something to do to put their name on it. You know, I came up with that Utah drought response plan in case a doomsday or an earthquake diverts our waters forever and ever. Okay, it doesn't happen, but they have to come up with something, right, to stake their name on it. Then you've got a couple of people in the know that know exactly why this idea is bounced around. So for some it's intentional and for some they bounce around because they don't have much upstairs and they go along with it and because they're bored. So then the people that are intentional about this plan go, hey, well this will keep drought in the headlines. Amidst monsoon rains, record snow, flooding in California, flooding in Utah, and all the flooding um, narratives, you've got to have the drought narrative. Because if you don't have the drought narrative, how can you gain further control over the people and tax them more and get more money out of them for water? How do you do it? How do you get that kind of control if we have plenty of it? Oh, the Utah drought response plan. That's how. And we're stupid enough to go along with it. Our municipalities. Yes, they're stupid enough to go along with it. I'll say it. So now they're going forth, and Zach Renstrom gives these very, very concerned-like interviews about it. The trigger points that will determine the stage of drought will be developed upon multiple data sources and system modeling based on supply and demand. (laughs) That's what it sounds like, right? I need the little wah-wah-wah from the Peanuts show right now. Scott Taylor, Water Services Director for the City of St. George. The trigger points that will determine the stage of drought will be developed from multiple data sources and system modeling based on supply and demand. What? What did you just say, Scott? In each stage of drought, there'll be various action items for residents, municipalities, and the water district. The state plan consists of five levels of drought actions, while the the Washington County plan has four. Uh, We're promoting education and calling for voluntary water-saving measures among the public, with county and state agencies setting an example for outdoor water conservation. Why? This is in case of doomsday. So why are you doing this? Why are you calling for voluntary water-saving measures, Scott, if this is all about doomsday, Zach? There's no answer. See, this is what Renstrom says. Zach, it's not just one step. It's a series of steps. The goal of each step is to avoid moving to the next one. Let me repeat this profound statement from Zach Renstrom. It's not just one step. It's a series of steps. Sorry. It's a series of steps. The the goal of each step is to avoid moving to the next one. Thank you, Zach Renstrom. Really appreciate the clarification. However, should conditions require it, additional measures of the plan will mandate a reduction in water use with outdoor watering on residential properties likely to be the first target. Oh, are you guys wanting to get this going now? But you don't have a drought. So what do you do, Zach Renstrom at the Water Conservancy? What do you do? You want drought measures. You want to penalize people. You love telling people what kinds of appliances they can have in their new construction and rock gardens because they can't have a lawn. You love this. How do you keep it going, Zach? How do you keep it going? It's not just one step. It's a series of steps. (laughs) And the goal of each step is to avoid moving to the next step. Oh, okay. Wow. So 
What they would really like you to do, because I'm the translator, I guess, for this monstrosity that the Water Conservancy District and your municipality leaders, I can't call them leaders, I'll want to throw up again, and I just got over food poisoning. But what they would really like you to do is voluntarily do this, and then what they can do is showcase the numbers, right? So then they can say, see... We're not in a drought except for in the summertime, which is like every year. And then when we get to fall of next year and try to ignore the next monsoon rain season, we'll just reflect back on these numbers and tell you what a great job you did and that we just need to keep it going. But by mandate, by mandate. And by the way, we're going to charge you more for water because it works for us. We can get away with it. Right, Michelle Randall, Liquid Gold? We can get away with this. You've got the mayor, you've got the municipalities, and you've got one brain cell working on this, folks. Utah drought system. In the middle of heavy rains, flooding, and monsoon rains, you've got them working on drought assistance. For doomsday, of course, which we'll never see in our lifetime, as Zach says. Because it's a series of steps, and with each step, going to avoid moving to the next step. Sounds like... Great info. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Talk lines are open now. Call 888-673-1450. This is the Kate Daly Show. Some people say man is made out of mud. A poor man is made out of muscle and blood. Muscle and blood and skin and bones. A mind that's weak and a back that's strong. Hey! 16 tons, and what do you get? Another day older and you deeper in debt. Say, Peter, don't you call me, cause I can't go. I owe my soul to the company store. Yep. You know, as long as we act like slaves, we will be slaves. Honestly, that's really the key to understanding how to get out of this. But that is so hard for people to conceptualize. It really is. It's tough. It's tough. Out of 12 years of doing this, I have to say that that is the hardest thing to to have make sense in people's minds is all we have to do is stop acting like a slave and buying into what they're selling. Seriously. I know that seems sounds so simplistic as the key, right? But it's so true. Uh, garage doors only. Uh, those guys are fantastic. Give your business to garage doors only. I mean, the guys are willing to give away a free garage door. That's pretty amazing in their ugly door contest. So can't wait to see who the winner of that is. I don't know if it's posted or not. I forgot to check. Anyway, um, garage doors only. Uh, they, that's all they do. They're all through the state of Nevada and Utah. We're here in this local Utah hour right now. And uh, give them your business. Give them your business. They're that good. And their commercials the last oh my gosh they've got they've got some funny commercials holy cow they nail it every single time um okay so uh, i'll take your calls i uh, you guys i'm am i mean i mean i know i i'm tired of desperation and these are desperate measures you don't have a drought, so you have to sell one somehow, some way. So what do you do? You get on and you start saying, here's Zach Renstrom. I don't think we'll ever hit these crazy numbers, but we're doing a drought doomsday thing. And uh, it's going to be hitting in the summertime. Just It just so happens that that we we sort of made it so that it comes out in the summer, this contingency plan. And we're going to, we're going to, as a community, start preparing for doomsday 
for our water um, because we don't really have a drought. So you know, we just came through monsoon rains and record snowfall and record rain. In fact, we're really worried about flooding today, but don't tell Zach Redstrom um, because uh, he's really kind of pushing for this drought contingency response plan. Because if you, if you, how do you keep drought in the headlines? <laughs> Unless, you know, because you can look out your window and you can kind of see what's going on, but, you know, don't believe your own eyes. Which leads me to, to want to ask you this question. You know, they shut the world down three years ago, and I don't want to boast, but we have been talking about the scam of COVID since day one, since uh, the last of January 2020, we said, don't believe, don't believe these guys. Do not believe the media. The media is all in on this. The media is telling you a bunch of lies and uh, don't believe it. And this is how it's all playing out. And there was a huge article. There was a huge article uh, which talked about the fact that, uh, gee, what kind of marks do you give us for the handling of covid Oh, I bet you guys have a lot to say on that. <laughs> I bet you guys have a lot to say on how we dealt with COVID. Not to mention the uh, monies. Where did they? Uh, where did all of that uh, hundred and five billion dollars go? Nobody has any accounting for that. That's kind of strange, right? The hundred and five billion that we took in the state more than California and Florida for COVID dollars here. It's just kind of poof, just went away. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Hey, Kate. How are Hi, you? Love I'm good. Show. Thank um, you. You're going to love this. No, no. I know, last, year about, <laughs> last year about this time, okay. I got tired of mowing my lawn. And okay. I just, my wife and I decided to put in turf. Okay. Put in about 5,000 square feet. All right. Uh, not not knowing that there's a rebate out there. So that's partly my fault. But okay. So when I found out, I went to the conservancy, mm-hmm. Water Conservancy, mm-hmm. and told them what was going on. They said, well, you're out of luck because you're supposed to have it done before. Somebody has to come out and measure first. And then they'll do all their whatever they do and okay the project. Ah. So you know what I did? What? You know what I did? What? I tore a bunch of bushes out of my backyard Uh since I don't have to water there, and I planted a big garden. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. (laughs) I do. Good for you. Good for you. I I love that. I couldn't believe that they they wouldn't uh, let me... You know what that reminds me of? You know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of when um, certain car companies have their engines go bust, right? I think everybody can know exactly who I'm talking about. Their engines go bust, but guess what? Guess what? You couldn't get your engine replaced, six, seven, eight thousand dollars worth of engine replaced, unless you got the oil changes at said dealership. And they never told anybody that. So it reminds me of the right. same type of thing. They've got a lot of fine print, don't they? And um, they only want to uh, give up as much money as they as they want to give up. And few people in this community ever ever talk about the fact that they have a ten year budget ahead. They have that much money that they've got ten oh, years yeah. ahead of today. Already in the Absolutely coffers, right. and that's just robbing yep. us blind. They have no authority to do that, no authority at all. Nope. But they did it. Yep. So, I would tell all your callers for those that are listening and are contemplating turf, don't do it. Don't do it. Conservancy and get it approved. <laughs> oh my gosh! Unless you jump through their hoops. Thanks for calling though and letting people oh, know. Really betcha. appreciate that. Thank you. Um, hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. 
Yeah, so when I called in earlier, I talked about the importance of dependency, how they want us dependent. Yeah. But there's another word we need to keep focusing on. We really need to understand it. I thought you were going to talk about the dependency of depends. Go ahead. Yeah. Well, we have to have a need where you can de- need uh, are dependent. Yes. So this is what's going on. That's what Zach's teaching me. That's a lesson. Ah. Is we have needs, and then their needs are always the solution is yeah. more government. Yes. And with that comes tyranny. Yeah. So this is what the politicians and the bureaucrats are. Uh, government bureaucrats are pounding into our mm-hmm. head. You have a need out there. There's yeah. a doomsday coming, and we are the ones to solve it. And the big problem why this all started mm-hmm. was when we turned over our water to, to uh, the government control. Yeah. That should have never happened a long time ago. I and, agree. of course, the drought uh, situation is a very important disinformation tactic mm-hmm. to po- support the uh, global warming hoax, yep. which is entirely, as you know, a yep. hoax. Yep. So you can see how this sort of works, but the, the last point I want to make about need. Uh-huh. When we talk in politics, we've been trained, uh, almost all Americans, to some extent have been trained, and, and mo- almost all Americans have bought the training, is that we look at government first, uh, we look at need. Yeah. Our founding fathers, I've been reading a lot of them for my case, and they never talked about need. They talked about individual rights. Right. The government's there to protect your rights. Amen. So when we uh, bring up a subject and we say, well, there's no need the government to do this or that, mm-hmm. we're actually talking their language. There is no right. They have no power yep. uh, delegated to them. Yeah. So we've got to be careful. We use that word yeah. need. The only reason we really should be talking about need is how we as individuals mm-hmm. can meet our own well, needs. Well, I just said they had no right to take 10 years and stockpile it of a budget 10 years ahead. They had no right to take that much money from us. They had no right to do that at all. They gave themselves this authority they don't have to stockpile a 10-year right. budget the ahead. Say, it's got to be careful because they can't give themselves that right. It's theft. Yes, so yes. It's just like talking about the guy who comes in your house and robs you right, blind. Right. Uh, they, they, uh, gave them, he gave himself a right. No, right, right, right. right. Yeah. He, you, uh, yeah, they had no authority. Use that word they still have no authority. Very, uh, got it. Virtually nobody uses. Oh, I got it's it. Theft, looting. I de- believe me, I get it. Thank you. Um, yes, I totally get it. By the way, um, so so Thursday and Friday, I wasn't counting on being out, and so I had interviews scheduled. James Rosen is going to talk about Scalia on Thursday, uh, following Chris Ann Hall. That should be kind of interesting. I, I want to know what he has to say. He used to be with Fox News, so I want to, you know, I think Scalia was murdered. I think when you spend the evening at a um, at a Democrat's house and you a Democrat donor who's really questionable and you end up with a pillow over your face. I, I would want an autopsy, but they stuck him in an oven within 24 hours and scared the hell out of his family because they never said another peep about it. Um, so I think Scalia was murdered, and I've said that since the beginning. And um, we'll have to see what James Rosen says on uh, Thursday. Also, Dave Weiss comes on uh, Friday and part two with... Um, with, uh, um, I just went blank, Morley. Morley Robbins on Copper, because you're going to want to hear the rest of that, too. So, those interviews, again, rescheduled for this Thursday and Friday. Hi, caller. Welcome to the show. Go right ahead. Uh, let's see. I want to help people who wish to have another way of, it's a local currency they may not have heard of. Okay. It's not been, people aren't adapting to it. I want to help them. Okay. Go to goldback.com. Okay. It's been a uh, Utah goldback has been made for almost 10 years now, I think. Um, this one guy or this group mm-hmm. wanted to come up with a currency that would be legal in Utah. Okay. Because it's transferring real gold. Ah, nice. Wyoming is signed on. Cool. Um, 
uh, Idaho has signed on, and mm-hmm. just now Nevada has signed on. Good. They got goldbacks too, so this will give us uh, something—a tool other than the electronic currency they're trying to try to shell on us. Is it gold back? Other than heavy metal. Is What's it that? gold back or gold backed? Gold back. Okay. Like a greenback? Yeah, got you it. Know, the old back. Yeah, go, back, go to the site, okay. buy some, have some, so that we can transfer it back and forth. It'll be a lot more convenient than trying to uh, take an ounce of silver, which may go up to three, $500, who knows? Okay, you know thank I mean? you. Yeah. These are in $1 increments, Got it. which, by the way, now are up to $4 in value because of the nice. gold in them. Nice, the dust. nice. So there's another currency for folks. Excellent. Thank you so much for that. Love the phone call. Thank you. Sure. Um, Thank you, thank you. Yeah, lots of... Lots of stuff going on today. So I just wanted to tell you that they did a big article on um, on looking back. How did we handle the pandemic? Now, you know, Deseret News, who I can't stand, who I met with and skewered and they had no answers for me on why are they why they turn so globalist anyway. um, The same Deseret News is never going to put up an article like that unless they know the answer to this. So who did they have way in? Utah's leaders. And who do they think our leaders are? Oh, Dr. Angela Dumb. Oh, I'm sorry, Angela Dunn. Um, she was the, um, the CDC intelligence officer that got placed here. And the uh, CDC guy that we had over the state of Utah was fired 2020. And she got placed here to tell us all what to do. And she's got about one brain cell intact. Total moron, total idiot. That's why we called her Dr. Angela Dumb from the very beginning, because everything she said was contradicted. And now there's evidence of every single thing that she offered up as an expert, quote unquote, was garbage. Total garbage. People are dying from the very shots that she said to go get, by the way. Anyway, uh, state uh, Senator President, Senate President, um, sorry, Stuart Adams of Utah, total bought and sold hack, and state epidemiologist Dr. Lisha, Lisha Nolan, and so these three winners all gave themselves high praise <laughs> for I can't make this up for handling the pandemic so well. Did you know that everything they said is garbage now? Every single thing they said, and we said that at some point the truth would come out. Every single thing that they said can be completely contradicted. Uh, Stuart Adams is the biggest hack, and Don Ibsen, state senator, and Vicar uh, uh, Vickers both kiss his rear end. Um, they all three, you know, everything that they all said. Now, Vickers is total, like, he's the one that did Pharma Day up there. He brought in Pharma to, to you know, cozy up to the legislators. Why do the legislators need to know anything about Pharma? Why, why is that helpful to a legislator that's supposed to just represent and secure our, not represent, but secure our rights? Yeah, that doesn't happen in Utah. They cozy up to pharma because a lot like uh, Spencer Cox, most of his contra- uh, 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 contributions came from pharma. That's why he wanted to do, come up with the color code and, and make sure Angela Dumb got in there and, and everything else. Well, Stuart Adams, the biggest hack. Anyway, these, these numbskulls all gave themselves great praise. They did an entire article, and Stuart Adams even said, President of the Utah Senate, blah, can I throw up now? No one else did it as well as we did. Buddy, you knocked down your entire state and had all of the mayors under your control, save a few, 
Um, I know um, I'm so glad that Nielsen of uh, Washington City didn't close down Washington City. So I'm really grateful for that because I'm over there. So I'm really grateful for that. But let me just say that Pike closed down the city and Michelle Randall and Jimmy Hughes and and uh, all of the um, ridiculous city council members that should never be in government were all aboard the train of closed down the city. OK, and um, they got all the mayors. They leaned on the mayors, except save a few to do that. They closed down parks and golf courses that are outside. Yeah, that's what your city offered up to you because of a sniffle, because of a, a flu because of a cold. Just never forget that. We were in heavy lockdown this week, three years ago. Never forget what they did. Well, they're giving themselves high praise today. They're telling everybody what a wonderful job they did. Did you know we shut down the state? We didn't even have a case even recorded. And it's not that the cases would have meant anything because it was flu and cold. But they did it. They shut down our entire state to anticipate COVID coming. Oh my gosh. And then they recorded the one case up in Salt Lake where the person was resting at home with Tylenol. And they said, see, it has arrived. Never forget what they did to you. Pike, Michelle Randall, all of them, everybody, the county commissioners, never forget that they stood by and let all that happen to you. I hope we never forget it. Be right back on the Kate Daly Show. I'll, I'll kind of share what I think is going on with the banks. Be right back.